Hello, this is episode 315 of the Football Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Riley. So I was in two minds today whether to record a podcast. And then I realized that the topic that I had notes for is kind of in keeping. The notes are mostly in my head, I realize. It's difficult to fit into the world of algorithms because the reality is that if I don't put out a podcast once a week, it deeply impacts the notifications and the whole process and the ranking. And It's just like as if the world is designed for you to not really move with flow and with ease and with when things feel right. I often find that there's a sort of a big disconnect between technology and how we want people to move and how I need to move. And I'm always finding parts of myself and other people. And I think this is one of the things that I say to younger versions of myself, is that I found lots of bits of myself and other people, but I never found the whole self as such until I finally met somebody else with my personality. And it's quite a profound experience. And it's one now that I try to do for others what I didn't have myself. And we're at that time of the year where, regardless of what stage people are at, there's a kind of a sense of moving to towards the end of the tunnel and progressing, even if in some cases you're going to go into a new tunnel at the end and make a new journey with all of its ebbs and flows. And I spoke to someone yesterday who I met four years ago who feels like a sort of a mini-me. And at 18, I know that they will probably become one of the youngest people in my sort of inner circle, my sort of soul tribe. And I was saying that to them. And it was interesting to be able to remind them of all the things they said when I met them, all the things that were very different the ideas of speaking about legacy, speaking about creating abundance for yourself so that you could make a difference in the world, having a vision, all the aspects you you don't meet in in a 14-year-old, generally, that really sets us apart. And there was a sense as well in picking who to talk to and not sharing a lot which feels incredibly familiar to me, having these compartmentalization of of yourself and what you share. And this is kind of what I had the sort of notes for the podcast on because I've been reading Young Again. And I'm reading the reader's book, the red book, the reader's edition. And um, one of the first tips I give you is that for certain um, audible books, I actually either reduce or increase the speed that they're read at and most people don't realize that setting is there. But some voices can be either a little bit slow and you zone out because things are not moving at a fast enough pace for you. Or sometimes with certain tonality, for me especially with certain male voices, I can find it a little bit more difficult to process and so I reduce the speed a little bit in order to be able to do that just by just by a notch. I think I have it at 0.9 instead of 1. I mean, it's a really valuable tip that most people don't realise that that setting is unaudible to do that. But it's kind of like, what did Young do before he had Patreon? 
and I have had a lot of conversations and debates with people around finances recently and how to have my needs met and how to still continue my truth and do the work that I want to be doing. A little bit like, you know, feeling like you need to record a podcast on a day when the world is just shattered yet again and, you, and you're really not sure that, that that's in keeping with the energy. And so it's funny, like in, in parts of, of Jung's writings, particularly in the conversation he has with his soul, they're very similar to the conversations I have with myself, but also that I have with these sort of inner circle of people, you know, where we debate what the world is ready for. And then the next chapter on deliberations of publications, he might as well be speaking about me. And certainly the feedback that he's receiving from these people that he shared his inner thoughts and his private work with and his current work with, for him it was more of a a deliberation because he had remained in the science world, he'd remained in the academic world, whereas I made the decision to leave that world and to be completely out on a limb, which most people don't understand, but, but he felt so tied as to what he could put out in that world and be taken seriously how to to work across so many spectrums of ideas and ways of moving and ways that you take your inspiration that are creative and scientific and metaphysical and it's like how, how to how to stay in the boxes how to keep people happy and you can't and you know one, one of the really interesting pieces of feedback that really stood out to me and in and sort of letters that were written back to him but not actually sent just I think eventually corresponded in a different way and you, you would look a little bit like my various messenger inboxes look like to be honest with you this constant flow of conversation I'm having with this sort of inner circle of people and this sense that the people who understand me best are the people who know me and who've worked with me and, and the same for him and that his work was would be received by those people the best and how to make it palatable for everyone else and funnily enough one of his suggestions was that he wrote in a sort of a a poetry or an autobiographical style which is I I did the autobiographical style for the first sort of five books I've later turned to doing poetry for some of my current journey that's much deeper and that even fewer people have seen And the reality is, is that my Patreon is this space that's made up of people who've worked with me, who get me and who support me. And so in the same way as Jung had only a certain number of copies of his work published, you know, the manuscripts published in order to share with an inner circle and to get insight back from that, is this sort of sense of putting things out in the world in a way that they can be received and the timing of that being right. And the timing of when you say it and who you say it to. And I think a lot of people mistake that as a a fear of success or a fear of attention or a fear of the spotlight. But it's it's much deeper, and that's what I'm what I'm hearing in his book. It's a much deeper sense. And it's the same sense of the conversation I had yesterday with an 18-year-old. This sense of, of studying metaphysics to understand abundance and flow and energy and ultimately to work with collective consciousness 
And I think one of the parts that's most shocking for me in my work, and and again, this has come up again and again this week, and I don't want to talk about the particular cases, but there's maybe choices I've had to suggest to families, and there's a sense that you only have to pick what's right for now. That's what I always say to people. You're not trying to work, you know, massively, you know, a year, five years, ten years down the road. You're trying to work with now. You're trying to create the best secureness of now. But the part that's really shocking for me is that what I now see is that, unbelievable as this is, no matter what trauma takes place in that inner sanctuary of home and however you 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 relate to that, with those people closest to you who are supposed to support you and, and take care of you and nurture you, whatever trauma takes place there is actually easier to heal than the trauma that takes place outside of that, in, in the judgments and in the collective consciousness and in the way that the world moves outside. And I think there's a lot going on in my head about how people have come out of the pandemic, how, as I put it to someone this week, I put it to several people, the, the world has not got worse. You know, the climate change has not suddenly become a conversation. It's just that the mass media has decided that we should now be talking about it. There have been numerous people talking about it for a long time. It's a long time since Rachel Carson wrote her book, Silent in Spring. So there's this sense outside collectively of the impacts of that. There's this a sense outside collectively of the impacts of war. Wars have been taking place for the last, I don't know how many millennia. The technology has got worse and the motivations behind them have possibly got worse. The exposure to them has got worse. But it's extraordinary how that outer world actually creates more trauma that's more difficult to heal than anything that takes place in what I should have would have considered to be the, the ultimate betrayal. And when I started writing the very first book just over four years ago, it was four years ago last month, I spoke about what I had that others didn't have. I spoke about what I had been gifted as a child. When I spoke about the fact that when I left that sanctuary for any time, from, from the time that I started Montessori school, and I went out into that outer world, that collective consciousness space, that it was so horrible. And it felt like I had a target painted on my, on my forehead. And I couldn't understand that. And it didn't hurt any less because of what I had been gifted. But it gave me the contrast. And it gave me the understanding of what could be created for everybody and what they could create for themselves and what they could create later and how vital that was in terms of dealing with that outer world and those pressures and those judgments and those systems and the conditioning that people are prepared to go along with or not. But my Patreon is a bit like Jung's inner circle that he created. It's, it's a space for me 
to safely and timely share what I'm doing. And I think recently even I've been feeling a fear around sharing my most current work in there. I'm, I'm sharing work that's a few years old or that I think will be a little bit safer and not jar so much. And it is this, this balance between how much of the layers you show to people. Because I think the best description someone has, has put to my work is that it's psychological art. Because there are many layers to it. And the point of those layers, which interestingly is what one of the readers said of Jung's work, that the point is for people to be able to find themselves within that. But they may not like what they find. 